Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 35. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is the hidden gems in your photo library. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this passion we all share. And let's take one more step on this never-ending journey in today's episode. Today, I want to talk about your photo library and the hidden gems that you might not know are in there. Those solid images that are in your library just waiting to be found. If you enjoy today's podcast, please share it with a friend, share on social media, with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Fresh ratings help other photographers find out about the show. Let me begin, as I often do, with a question, a two-part question, actually. When is the last time you browsed through your photo archive, and what prompted you to do so? I skim through my older work often. However, it's usually when I'm looking for completed works. I need a set of photos for a presentation, a new photo project, uh, the cover art for a podcast episode. I'm looking for photos I know are solid, photos that have been processed, they're ready to go, ready to package into whatever project it is I'm working on. By its very nature, this type of photo library consumption precludes looking at unfinished work. I'm filtering photos by a certain star rating, or I'm only looking for photos that have been processed. Maybe I'm limiting the search to a certain subject. And that's actually the difference, I think. It's a search, not a browse. When I'm searching my photo library, what's driving me to dig into my archive is the project I'm working on, the thing I'm trying to assemble. I'm not going to find a hidden gem. I will not search my photo library for an untouched or incomplete photo, maybe one that has real potential. That's not what the search is all about. But browsing the photo library, I think that's a different activity. There is no specific destination in mind. It's more like a wander through your photo library. If you've ever taken an aimless wander through a city on travel or a longer drive with no real destination in mind, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. A few days ago, I was browsing through some older video footage, actually. On my YouTube channel, I have this long-running series called In the Field. It's a behind-the-scenes look at my photo trips. Now, I haven't been out photographing as much in recent weeks and months. It's middle of 2020 as I record this, and we all know why, the pandemic. Yet I wanted to put together another in-the-field video. So I started looking through video footage that I'd recorded on past outings. Footage that, for one reason or another, I'd never used in a video project. And I had a bunch of footage from a drive I made from San Diego up to Big Sur last summer, in the summer of 2019. My attention then turned to what photographs had I captured on that drive. And it quickly became apparent why I hadn't used the video footage. I didn't have much completed work from that outing, from that drive. I had a few photos here and there. I had hundreds of captured frames 
that I hadn't worked on. And so now I'm browsing through all of these photos from this trip. No metadata filters, no limits to show only higher rated photos. I'm not looking for a particular subject. I'm just scrolling through the raw set of frames. And I found several that were very solid photos. Hidden gems just squirreled away in my library I'd never worked on. Now this gets kind of interesting. I'm looking at these captures from a year plus ago. And I said I found several that were solid. They were worthy of spending time. Yet part of my workflow is every photo that hits my library gets a rating. So all these had ratings. And my initial culling from a year plus ago put these photos below the line. They're decent images, so they stayed in my library. They didn't get deleted outright. But they didn't get rated high enough for me to spend time on them. And that raises some questions. What do I see in these photos now that I didn't see before? Was I too self-critical in my initial assessment, that first calling I did? Did I set my bar too high? Or am I just wrong? And these are still bad photos. And I'm looking at them now going, oh, they're not so bad. Well, are they just really still bad? And I don't think that last point is true. And you can judge for yourself. I have a set of six photos I found from this browse of my library over on stopdownpodcast.com on the, uh, the page for this episode. So you can check those out. But what about those other two questions? You know, What do I see now that I didn't see before? Well, certainly my tastes have changed. Uh, what I think of as a worthy photo is a little different now than it was in the past. I know I'm self-critical of my work, so it is possible that I was very particular in what I considered a very strong photo versus an okay photo on my initial culling. And, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm okay with being very self-critical in my initial assessment of photos. It's one of the ways that I grow. Uh, but maybe there's this side effect where I am dismissing photos that have a strong base to them and never going back to give them a second look. I did notice a pattern in the photos that I deemed worthy this time around, this set of six. The majority of them were not captured during golden hour. I'm a landscape photographer. You know, I avoid middle of the day and bias my shooting towards sunrise and sunset. But the nature of this kind of road trip, you're driving for a bunch of hours, and by definition, you are going to pass through places during the middle of the day. And I'm also a photographer, so I'm going to capture photos. So maybe in my culling a year plus ago, I had this uh, subconscious bias toward I want to capture the epic sunrise, the epic sunset. And most of the photos from a road trip like this, they're not going to be in epic light with glorious color in the sky. But now, a year plus later, looking at the photos again with fresh eyes and perhaps a wiser view of my photography as a whole, I did find new good work in my library. I also noticed one other thing. This set of six photos they are stronger together as a body of work than as individual photos. The singular photos are good, but together they tell the story of this trip. And that is another way 
to re-examine photos that are in your photo library that you may have passed by before. And I think that's something I personally should watch for going forward. That's a good personal challenge for me to take on, looking at a set of photos to tell the story, as opposed to the singular photo that captures you know, the epic conditions. And maybe that's a topic for another podcast, too. Let me pose a challenge to you for this week. Go take an aimless browse through your photo library. And I'll bet you'll find something good and that you do have hidden gems in your library just waiting to be found. I've since done a few other of these browsing sessions in my photo library, just kind of walking through photos without any filters turned on. And then I realized I can actually leverage my metadata to help with these treasure hunts in my photo library, just reversing the criteria. I was so used to ratcheting up the star count and looking for photos that have been processed. Just flip that around. Uh, In my world, looking at three star and lower photos. Those are photos that have made it into my library, but I usually only work on the four star and higher and you know, life gets in the way, there's only so much time of the day, whatever it might be, I often don't go back to those three-star photos. Uh, I also tend to only look at photos that had been processed when I'm trying to fulfill the needs of a certain project. I'll flip that around, at least in, um, in Lightroom, and I believe it's true in On One Photo, as well as Luminar. You can set a criteria that says, show me photos that have no adjustments applied. And uh, you can also look at just older photos, photos that are one plus year old, two plus year old, whatever it may be. So there is this degree that you can search with the intent of finding hidden gems and don't have to do a full on browse through your library. Before I conclude today's episode, a big thank you to the supporters on Patreon. It is your support month in and month out that makes this podcast possible. It keeps things rolling, it keeps the gears moving, and it also helps thousands of other photographers improve their photography and enjoy our craft, supporting this podcast as well as the other work I do through YouTube, through my website. So thank you very, very much. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can visit the Patreon page. There's a link in the show notes. There's also a button on every page of stopdownpodcast.com where you can learn more about it. I'm working on another topic for next week's show. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That really helps with visibility for the show, helping other photographers find out about it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your camera club. And if you have any questions about photography, you can reach me directly through the contact page on stopdownpodcast.com. Questions, messages, comments, they all come directly to me. No robots, just me. And I do hope to hear from you. Well, until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Mm